Looking for the perfect gift for yourself this holiday season? Why not get yourself a subscription to the Do Not Relent Patreon? Patreon.com slash Do Not Relent. For just $1 to $5 a month, you get bonus content. Like bonus episodes. Bonus episodes. Letters directly from Growlina. Letters from Growl. And pictures of ranch bottles that Slide Whistle wanted to post. Ranch and maybe a picture of a pizza. Just remember, patreon.com slash do not relent. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to another episode of Another Pod Do Not Relent. We missed our birthday. I'm Slide Whistle. Oh yeah, it's me, Immunization, and we just completely were too excited about Dragonflight shit to say that, yeah, we are a four-year-old podcast now, which is wild. We're walking, we're talking, so you better not say any curse words in the car, because we're going to repeat them at Miss Jacobson's Daycare. I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Miss Jacobson doesn't fuck around either, so you better watch yourself. Yeah, she, so she, she, she runs a fucking G-rated <laughs> atmosphere over there. If you say any curses, I'm going to repeat them, and you're not going to get your deposit back. And that's on period. Um, So, I want to talk about the, the massive roadmap that we had for the next uh, upcoming patch cycles. But before that, we have an important email that we promised a young man that we would read, because we love this young man very much. Yeah, so we received an email that we meant to read last week, but we're too excited as well, um, and forgot about it until the end. But yes, we got an email from a listener named Jacob, and he says, Hello, just wanted to let you guys know that I love the show, and not just the hype train you have going right now, but I've been a listener for over the last year or so. I am from Australia, and as some inside jokes go over the top, being from down under, the show has a wholesome feel like you just hang out with your mates, playing video games, and that you can let your guard down type of atmosphere. Honestly, want to say that the show is a 5 out of 5, keep up the great work, kind regards, Jacob, and then he also signed off as his warlock, I see demons, and his druid, Giggle Smoke. I want to start off by saying, first of all, Jacob, great email, I love you so much. Second of all, those names are... <laughs> what? I see demons. How'd you even get that? I, I I feel like everyone would want that shit, right? Yeah, I would I would say so. And don't worry, Jacob. I know you said that a lot of the inside jokes may have flown over your head, considering we live in two different countries. No, they're just for no one in particular, other than like our one other friend. <laughs> Everyone's oh, yeah, just as confused. So let your guard down. The number of jokes that we make that. Literally only possibly us three and maybe one other person could get, like, it's not even possible for most people to get, is probably way higher than any self-respecting podcaster should make. I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) My sunglasses. Have you seen this transition into the big topic, which is we got a ding-dang roadmap. For the World of Warcraft. And I I'm, yeah. I hate to say it. 
I felt conflicted at first, but then I was like, oh, duh. I was like, I don't like that there's a big road map. It makes me feel like it's a Fortnite or it's a battle pass. And I was like, you know what, actually... <laughs> it's nice to see these things in front of me instead of just kind of sporadically through like Wowhead. So, and also, this is new, right? I don't think they've done this for any of the no. past expansions quite like this. So, like, this is like it's saying like the patch names. Also, <laughs> um, they're officially making the point. Uh, point oh point seven patch a thing. <laughs> I think like that was another thing at the end of Shadowland. We're like, oh, a point seven patch. Um, I'm not sure if this is accurate or not, but this feels like something Final Fantasy does. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I will I'm dabbled sure. a little yeah, they're, toe in. They're usually much more upfront with the player base there as far as like we're always actively doing things. We're gating things where I think a lot of WoW people thought like they're always working on it. <laughs> they have their welders masked down and they're fine tuning the game every day. But it's revealed, like, no, things are well in advance. Yeah, and, and this list is pretty comprehensive. Like, we've, like, this is, it's unfathomable that we know what's coming without having to, like, depend on data mining. Because data mining is going to be a fucking thing of the past. Mark my words. Um, the best part about this whole graphic that we were going to go into is at the very bottom, it says, More news beyond this roadmap to be shared. And features will evolve based on player feedback. Yo! And I will say, like, honestly, in the lead up to Dragonflight and during Dragonflight, all, like the beta and all of that, they've been very receptive to our feedback. Well, not like our three feedback, although, but also kind of our feedback because we know we, the Mr. Hazako listens and we'll do everything short of fixing the Borealis ring. <laughs> We're whispering honeyed secrets into Mr. Ian's ear. Yeah, for new wrestlers, er, new wrestlers, for new wrestlers, uh, <laughs> for always new go for the suplex on the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't undermine the German. Just because it's a simple one doesn't mean it's not effective. And if, if you're a new wrestler and you need a, a, a new finishing move, use the Cyclone Bomb. That's all I've been hearing in Chicago. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're supposed to get some crazy weather. I mean, like, well, we're not going to talk about the weather here. Um, we're going to talk about this roadmap. What if I wanted to talk yes. about the weather? Uh, that could be at the end, because you also everyone be safe. Yeah, please. Also, I don't want to talk if about the weather. I want to talk about... Yeah, fuck the weather. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about patch 10.0.5 winter. It will feature a number of things, including trading post, which we went over last time, primalist tomorrow, and white and gray transmogs. Finally, the white okay. and gray <laughs> people get their own transmogs. <laughs> the white heritage are... Oh, no. <laughs> So what's funny is that like uh, they say winter, so like I assume that means like early 2023, maybe like January or February. Is that probably the vibes there? Yeah, I'd probably say like February. I'm thinking Feb. Yeah. Yeah, we double Febs. Um, also, I completely forgot about the white and gray transmogs thing until just now, even though that was something that we knew was coming during Dragonflight. Also, um, I saw a tweet from Mr. GM saying that in the, well, first off, like, the trading post, I believe, is in the beta, right? Or in the, I mean, in the PTR right now. Mm -hmm. So people are testing it out. And apparently you are allowed to take any of the items from there, like purchase them with your uh, trading post tendies, and then you are allowed to turn it back in for a full refund within the hour. 
So I guess this is like if you want to like try on a T-Mog on your character or even just like, I guess you could fly around a mount on your character for a little bit to test it, take it for a test run around <laughs> Stormwind, if you will. It's like when I used my grandmother's uh, Mustang and took girls to like prom being like, oh, look, I had a cool Mustang guy. You could do that, but I don't know, take them to like the auction house or something. It really does feel like they had a bunch of devs in a room and were like, what are the best aspects of other gaming platforms? Because Steam Steam does this with video games. If you buy a Steam game and if you don't like it within two hours of you playing it, you can refund it full price, no questions asked. Um, so this is great. You know, you can walk around, especially for you, Aaron, or, or anyone else who is a, a, a character that suffers from transmog yes, problems. I hate to like say, yeah, if you're one of the funny people where you're like, this looks great, and then you go out in your T-Mog, and all of a sudden that hood was a little snugger to the head than you thought it was. I was like, oh, no, my huge ponytail sticks out of it. Yeah, no, so... Um... You on your worgen, my my Pandaren hunter, people, other people, similar uh, races rejoice that we can officially test out these things before we realize, uh, maybe the chest piece will look okay with some <laughs> other things I have. It's also fantastic because they can now they can they've completely blocked off one whole wall of complainers. You're like, this thing sucks. I can't use this. You didn't tell me I couldn't wear this, and it's like, hey, you had an hour to give it back, and you didn't. So that's on you, bud. Yeah, maybe you should have spent your tendies on the Dark Portal Hearthstone instead. Oh, I, the, also, uh, quick, really aside and aside, not really aside, the Dark Portal Hearthstone, my new guess, it's going to be on the shop. Because Turiel's Charger is on the shop right now. $25 for the Diablo 3 mount. I think they're putting TCG shit on the shop because they're smart. What's primalist tomorrow? I'm, I'm, I'm primalist assuming... tomorrow refers to remember that silly Billy event in the storyline where you went into the various alternate futures and pasts and alternate worlds. Probably you'll just get more of those. I noticed that's a thing that we can still do for like content. Just nothing has pushed me to do it as of yet, other than a quest I just got today. Yeah, so still in Theldrassus in that zone over there, over where like Chromie and the Bronze Dragonflight reside, you can still go to like the Primalist tomorrow. So I wonder if they're just going to add things that make us really want to go there. I've only gone there once so far because apparently one of the elementals like uh, storms was in the Primalist tomorrow. So I went in there to do that. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, my theory with Primalist tomorrow is that. I think they're going to try to make a system vaguely similar to Visions of Nazoth, where you're doing uh, PvE content either alone or in a group in this Primalist Tomorrow area, maybe like this instance where you're like a bunch of what-if scenarios. What if Anduin uh, became, uh, accepted the Void and was a Void guy? Or, or what if Garrosh slept with Sylvanas and had a child and <laughs> you had to kill their orc ghost baby? What if Moira Therusian's son was not actually the leader of the fuck? What are, what is there? The dark <laughs> dark if, iron. Yeah. What if Dagrin Therusian the third did not rule the dark iron and all its peoples? But what if instead he was Captain America? <laughs> and they can get that Marvel Snap crossover because you know Snap's taking Hearthstone to the bank right now. But I agree um, with Slide. It probably is. Go 
or at least I kind of hope it'd be cool if uh, they made it a thing where maybe like like whatever the um, hourglass over there it could, it could like change between like Murloc Azeroth or like Black Empire timeline or Primalist tomorrow. Maybe they could add a few more. There could be achievements based on quests and dailies that you do in there, and you get some kind of thing out of it. I have a feeling that my idea is too cool to be a 10.5 patch, considering they put so much fucking shit in, like, OG Dragonflight to begin with. If it was more like a later patch thing, but hey, wishful thinking, right? That'd be cool. I don't know, this timeline has, like, two new, two more new zones and two more new raids all within the next year, so... Not to mention all of the various content and system upgrades, including user interface improvements. Hey, 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 we're not there yet. Let, let's move on to patch 10.7, which, again, really Fuck weird you, seeing 10. this. Fuck <laughs> 10.0.7. We're not jumping that oh, here far. here we go ahead. again. Here we go again. Yeah, Slide Whistle is notoriously bad at skipping the point .0 part in the center there, which is very important. We're not, we're not playing classic. We don't have seven patches. I'm gay. I'm bad at math. What do you want from me? I'm gay. If you're good at math, no, you're not. <laughs> and I know you're also bad at driving, but we're driving forward the content, including Return to the Forbidden Reach, Human and Orc Heritage Armors, and Holiday Updates. Okay, okay, my favorite thing. Okay, so the Forbidden Reach part. I was on my Evoker looking at the maps before this roadmap came out, and I was like, what the fuck is the Forbidden Reach? Like, what is that? And why can I see all of it? And then someone was like, isn't that the Evoker starting area? And I was like, oh, I guess it is. Whoops, I'm on an Evoker. I was like, oh, no, poor little Bi Baby repressed his origins there. Something traumatic <laughs> happened over there. He got out of there and he said, honey, I'm never coming back. I already forgot what it was. I'm a Westfall lizard. I don't know if you heard, but I was uh, in stasis for thousands and thousands of years uh, by my daddy. So, like my old daddy, Illidan. Why are my daddies always putting me in stasis for long periods of time? Which is funny. Two of your daddies put you in stasis, and one of your daddy is in and out of stasis. That's my true daddy. When he comes back, I'm playing Demon Hunter again. Oh, no, I was referring to Melfurion. Oh, then three of my daddies aren't. Then that's three of my daddies because Illidan's currently in stasis, technically on that ship with Sargeras floating out in middle of nowhere. I don't know if I call that stasis. He's like on watch. He's like yeah, written he's, out he's of the storyline at this time. He's able to move. He just can't go to a different location. He's stayside. Stayside. <laughs> Human and orc heritage armor. This is interesting. I mean, we knew it had to happen sometime, and of course, it was going to be delivered in this pair. I just I. I really feel like we already have these two. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be underwhelming because it's just going to be like the Alliance footman and the orc warrior guy who has his foot on a training dummy. Those two statues you have. It's just that. I, I actually don't think it it's weird because like it, it almost can't be that because those two armory sets already exist oh, they do? in the Warlord's Garrison Draenor. Mm. I have a footman soldier outfit and I also have the... It's weird. You can also wear the orc soldier outfit on like an alliance character <laughs> and it has like all the red spikes and the red uh, like everything. So like what do you how do you iterate on this do they do like warcraft 3 looks like with a chain mail and the scary horde is it even their face or is that a mask i can't even tell what that is so i've seen a few things well first off i just want to say like it's 
I think it's still completely within the realm of possibility that they will just make yet another Alliance-themed <laughs> uh, Stormwind-type set for humans, and mm-hmm. then a similar, like, classic Horde, Orgrimmar-type thing for the Orcs. Um, I've seen some people say that, like, for the humans, it would be kind of cool if they, like, switched it up and maybe even had, like, a few customization options, like how you can swap, like, the dragon riding mounts. It'd be cool if they made different versions of that for the, you know, all the different um, human kingdoms. Like, if they had, like, one for all Ooh, of them. like a star, oh. a storm guard one, and then a... So- well, I was going to say Silver going, Pine. That's not true. Stormwind. And then, I mean, technically, Gilneas, question mark, but that's a human huh, civilization. Yeah. How would but they? That's, hmm. that's technically the Worgen heritage armor is Gilnean. But, like, what would be more human, like, adjacent and, like, on brand for them not to, like, just appropriate the Gilnean slash uh, Worgen heritage armor, right? <laughs> They just get the same one. What if the human heritage armor is you get to choose the Kul or you get to choose the Gilnean? It's like, we already made two human ones right there. I don't know, just pick one. Like, if you have a human, surely you don't have a Gilnean or a Kul because <laughs> you're playing a human, so here you go, have one of them. You pick the cream of the crop right here, surely you don't have any of these two ugly guys. My new theory is they're going to re-release the Draenor outfits, but in, like, 2022, like, high-quality, high-res uh, looks that you're going to be like, why isn't every Stormwind guard wearing this? It looks so cool. Like, imagine like an updated model of that. Because it's it's kind of clunky, if I'm being honest. My clunky. <laughs> Sorry, just had to do the Greedo noise real quick. My clunky. A- another theory I've seen going around, which is obviously a joke, but I think it would kind of be funny if like the human one was more so just a. Just like jeans and a, and a hoodie or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like just like a fucking Balenciaga hoodie and some like ripped <laughs> jeans and a pair of Converse. I, that would actually be really good. And then the orc one would just be like a rag. It'd be like, <laughs> this is this is so true to orc customs. It's just two brown pieces of cloth. So, so there's like a male set that's just like uh, like green tattoos on your chest. What if the orc one were just like some dirt splotches on your chest? <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, just mud. <laughs> For those that don't know, this is a we are an alliance podcast. Whereas the three of us play a alliance on U.S. Proud More, baby. Represent. Whoop whoop whoop. Whoa, double whoop whoops! You guys are fucking in sync today. Hoorah! Hoorah! Oh, okay, so what do we what do we reckon holiday updates means? I have to think it's just they add an extra little activity that you can do in every holiday because a lot of the holidays got they're getting a little stale and I know it's because it's like, well, what if people have never done it? Then it's their first time. But for people who have been around the loop a million times, it's like, okay, I don't even need to go to Brewfest anymore. I've bought everything I can with my sausage coins. Yeah, so, like, thinking about this, I mean, if you think about the holidays, they all occur basically either on Kalimdor or the Eastern Kingdoms right now, I feel like. Yes, there are, like, certain things where small things appear other places, but I guess they could go, like, full send 
what if the Maruk all were wearing Santa hats and had stocking quests or something? Or like, what if like Legion, like uh, like the the Night Elf Ghost Man has like a thing where you have to go sweep chimneys or something? Listen, like they give us a new air quotes Santa that we can go to. It's one of the Maruk and it's Santar. Oh, well now we're talking, baby. <laughs> His sled is pulled by nine of his neighbors. And they all think, why does Santar get to be the one in charge? We're all hooved people. But real, realistically, I do think that Aaron is right. They'll be adding some things. Maybe they'll just update some systems with them. Maybe they'll just remove some that people don't care about. But then that feels bad, too, because like there are achievements tied to them. But this also got me thinking. I saw this one post somewhere that, like, for... Along the lines of, like, love is in the air, I think, there are now some, like, dialogues or maybe even quests with certain characters that obviously wouldn't have been in the game, like, when these when it first came out. Um, I guess there is, like, some storyline where you help Flynn Fairwind get a present for Matthias Shaw. Oh, okay. Now, hold up. Now, I know I said I didn't want to jump ahead. But if you guys look to patch 10.1.7, there's holiday refresh. We have holiday updates and holiday refresh. I thought we only had one of those. So that's they definitely are like honkering down on holidays. I think they recognize that they're super old and got to be fixed. So I, I think we're, we're going to be eating good. They, they realize that the things they're going to do in spring 2023 are going to be real mid. So they're already planning for fall 2023 to do different things. They're like, okay, you got to go get a bottle of wine for Flynn. And then you come back later and it's like, okay, that was stupid. We understand. Um, now you got to get two bottles of wine for him. <laughs> you know I will take a Band-Aid if it means that we get better stuff, like two bottles of wine for Flynn. Do we really think that two bottles of wine is enough for Flynn Fairwind, though? Absolutely not. (laughs) Well, don't let them hear that. That means patch 10.7.3, we're going to have a holiday... What's a synonym? A holiday reconfiguring. I don't know, six, seven bottles? How many bottles? Did you guys like read the Fair Flynn, the Finn Flair, God, Flynn Fairwind, like the holiday, like, did you actually read the quest and what it entails him doing? He's trying to buy presents for Matthias Shaw, and he's trying to buy the presents in Stormwind. Matthias Shaw is the head of SI7. <laughs> he sees everything that he has happens every in bit of Stormwind mapped out. He gets updates when any bottles of wine are purchased, you goof. I mean, first off, that's on brand for Flynn to just not even think about that. Um, But honestly, like, Matthias has Stormwind on such lockdown that he probably is like, I know that Flynn is stupid enough to do this, so I'm going to have my secret people all around Stormwind and, like, them giving him hints about, like, what I actually want. As a president. I mean, <laughs> as a president. <laughs> he's, oh my, spoilers, everybody. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> That's not until patch 10.8.2 that he announces his presidency. It's not on the roadmap. They said, you know, uh, player feedback. If we all demand it, it'll happen. I'm just imagining, like, the Stormwind commoner mob just audibly, very loudly talking about, like, you know, Matthias Shaw sure could use some new shoes. 
if I, that looks like a man who'd appreciate cool new shoes for love is in the air. You know, Matthias Shaw would really like the human heritage armor, uh, if you can get him some of that, and it all ties in together, you know? You know, it's not tied to a rep or anything, it's just tied to that. <laughs> we have patch 10.1, which we, I honestly feel like we don't even have to talk about, because it's what everybody expects from the new patch. Yeah, new zone, new raid, new, yeah, new, new stuff. Yeah. No, it's, it says professions updates. I don't think it's as exciting as as it means. They're probably just going to up the level of gear we can craft, which if they if they continuously let us upgrade the level of gear we can craft with each patch, which they're obviously going to because they have to, that'll be amazing and fantastic and keep shit relevant, which, I mean, again, that has to be what happens. Otherwise, crafting is useless. Yeah, I assume the profession updates here will be, as as you said, maybe new recipes and able to make them a higher eye level to compensate with the new season. Maybe also some kind of catch up because like it's currently kind of slow, you know, they definitely intended professions to be the new gold sink because fuck, they're a fucking gold sink. Everything's so costly. It's ridiculous. And then we have user interface improvements in patch 10.1, which I please, God, please, God, Blizzard, make your U- your edit mode for the UI just a little bit better. It needs like four to five things, and then it's perfect. But there's so many things you can't turn off or that show up weird that I've ranted about time and time again. I won't do it again, but that would be great. Because remember, player feedback fucking matters, so write Forum posts, because that's what they check. They check the forum, the number one, and Twitter, the number two. That's my theory, at least. Yeah, I mean, as much as I like edit mode and the new UI in general, like, there's obviously a lot that can be improved, but, like, add-ons kind of still are filling the void for now. Um, I don't know if you noticed, or if I mean, slide you use Bartender, but, like, now, if you open edit mode, you can just, like, it, Bartender is, like, has an, uh, had an update where, like, you can now move your bartender bars within edit mode, which is really nice. I, I actually did not know that. I, I'm having a problem where when I switch from my laptop to my desktop, four of my buttons will just randomly jumble themselves, and it's only four buttons on the same bar, and I cannot figure out why they're doing this. If anyone else has this problem and has fixed it, please email me at navaracoffin at gmail.com, and I would <laughs> love to find out why that's the problem. Yo, uh, I know that, like, 10.1 is a long time for us to wait for this particular user interface, but I'm hoping that one of the changes that they have is, well, maybe listeners let me know if they already fixed this. I don't think they did. I had to fucking download shadowed unit frames just to remove, like, the Blizzard party frames, um, because you could not turn them off. Like, you click, like, do not show and they would still be there and i'm like well for somebody on my healer that uses voodoo i don't need both party frames from blizzard ui and my voodoo frame so i was like i cannot handle this so i needed to find i I like spent like literally a few hours trying to find the proper add-on that let me hide my party frames and it was shadowed unit frames and like i know a lot of people use that just for other ui fixes i i downloaded it literally just to hide my party frames (laughs) I might take you up on that because I'm having party frame issues as well with edit mode. But we'll move on to patch 10.1.5 in the summer. This is so far ahead. It's crazy that we had this roadmap, honestly. Like, because like normally if you're like a mega dungeon, that's gonna come. I don't know when that's coming. Like, who knows? We're getting a mega dungeon. We're getting world events. 
and we're getting content and system updates. What the fuck does that mean? That's so vague, right? Well, we're getting vague at this point. That could just be like their way of saying well, we aren't sure because this is summer of 2023. It probably could just be like the lump together of profession updates and user interface. White and gray's transmogs 2.0. Yeah, it's they're covering their bases by summer of 2023. We'll will already be in the next patch. Something will have come up that people are mad at, and they'll be like, "Okay, you'll hate something. We'll try and fix it by 10.1.5." Also, Mega Dungeon is always exciting, I-, I guess. What do we think it could be? I mean, I guess it could be related to whatever the new zone that we're getting in Season 2 of 10.1 is, but um, I know we were throwing around the idea of it possibly being a really quirky and fun, because historically, the Mega Dungeons are quirky and fun, as yeah. like slightly mm-hmm. different than the normal dungeons in a season. Um, Slide, I think you first brought it up. Like You were like, what if it's a Tuscar-themed one? Yeah, I mean, obviously, as you know, I've been living with the Tuscar. I'm renowned 20, I think, with them, and half the renowned with everybody else. So nobody is as quirky in this expansion right now, I feel like, as the Tuscar. Maybe the Bronze Dragon fight can do a lot of quirk as well. That would be crazy, a lot of what-if situations again. But I think, like, a proper Tuscar dungeon would be so fucking cool. And, like, we, we kind of already have one, but it's, like, half kind of Tuscar, and it's half kind of Knoll, right? I, I'd hardly even consider it. Like, you save some Tuscar in the first act, but after that, they're like, we hit the bricks, and then it's just Knoll-based. Yeah, this this Mega Dungeon could very much be like, get on a boat, and we'll go to different islands and hunt big fish. Or, like, or like you have to fight, like, the, the, the ghosts of Tuscar Champions past. Because, like, they're a big, like, they're also mm-hmm. a, they're a pretty big fighting community. They love, they love fighting and being the strongest. I'm going to be the strongest Tuscar, says every child that runs. <gasps> Rowie. Rowie, Rowie. He's got to be a Yo. boss in this. <laughs> he's the final boss. I want to be the toughest. And then, like, or even, like, you fight. 10 bosses nine of them are the nine trials and then he gets super juiced he becomes the king of them and it's like fucking fight me and you have to put him down it was pretty haunting the way that he was like haha someday i'll be stronger than you challenge uh champion <laughs> cackles when he runs off hmm i also have a second mega dungeon theory to slam down on the table right now a dark Please iron don't. dwarf. My, my my drink. I, hold on, let me put a coaster under my drink before you slam. Coaster that shit. Okay, it's there. I'm ready. A dark iron dwarf dungeon. It's been a long time since we've had a dark iron dwarf dungeon. Now that is this, that doesn't mean we have to fight them. We could fight alongside them, but they've already established Morris' son, Dagrin Therusian the second, the third. The third? The second? The third? Fuck. Uh, I, I, believe, he was. I believe he is the third. I believe his father was yes, following yes. in the original's footsteps. What if it's like him trying to prove that he is a dark... Because remember, he's of both clans. Both clan Bronzebeard and, clans, and clan Dark Iron. People could be like, you're not a true Dark Iron. And like going to like the old like catacombs of Molten Core, going back there to like go through all of this shit to help him establish his kingdom <laughs> and his own against Prince. Okay. Angrel, Hatrel, Seethrel. I, I, I need to get this one out. Doprel. <laughs> he's, he's the only white and gray transmog in the game. <laughs> he is both of clan white and clan gray. 
to be crack the code here on episode whatever this is is 210 december 22nd 2022 dagren through scene the third is a white and gray transmog honestly though like i feel, kind of feel bad for the wild hammer though what about them what about be them a cool too. <laughs> hey they're cool can you imagine I don't know bringing what doing. them in like it's like we called upon all three clans to help us go into the mountain and then you go and you just see a wild hammer like i can't fly for shit in here. <laughs> this is terrible why do we come in if only Faustead wasn't dead and chris metzen who's now back on the team is like they're not dead I have been told by the red shirt guy they're alive. Chris Metzen oh, comes in. We also never even, talked about that. It's not even like a Warcraft model. It's just like 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 a GTA Five level model of Metzen. Hey guys, I'm back. I'm willingly coming back, which means I probably didn't do bad stuff. Question mark. So I don't think he. I, I don't think he's involved in any of that stuff. Um, but I do think that it is. I'm 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 a little I'm I'm only a little baseline concerned because last time he was here it was like thrall 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 and he brought his personal life into everything, um but he's he's only gonna be an advisor so like and he has fantastic like video game like making video game sense he he makes mm-hmm. board games now I I think it will be good as him to be an advisor to help people like with advice for making games. So correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they say that he is uh, an advisor to the creative team? <laughs> yes. So, but, but he's only an advisor. Before it was whatever he says goes. Whatever he says is what we are going to do. That doesn't mean people won't be like, well, he said it, so we'll do it. But he said he's had a lot of time away from making the game that I think an advisor role will be better than it. He, you know what I mean? I, I think it'll be okay. I I think. But like people are like, "Woohoo, he's back." And I'm like, "Okay, like uh, why are we I don't know, is that cheer worthy for like what you're expecting? Like I don't know." Ironically, the weird thing is like if there was an expansion or a time when Thrall when we where we needed Thrall or like we needed Thrall to like suck it up and actually like be a shaman again, it's like right fucking now when we're facing the primalists and the incarnate. Yep. So like this is the time. But, like, I assume that means, like, he's not here right now because, like, you know. Everyone's getting their aspect powers back. And it's just like, well, dang, Thrall, you were one of them's once. Get over here. Give us some some guidance. Yeah, I think that's why they're bringing him back, just to have his thoughts on... Because, again, Chris Metzen literally is Thrall. So they're probably having him back to get what his thoughts on what Thrall would think after all this time away from the dragons, after Cataclysm. And how he would react to the aspects being back and a new black dragon flight rising and the new incarnate and all of this. So, like, I'm hoping it'll be, like, really cool and dope. And he, maybe he give the Doomhammer to his little baby orc son. <laughs> That'll be fun. No, the, the Doomhammer's like, broke it, right? We broke it. A, sh- a shaman threw it at the big sword and it dinked off. It probably survived in some form and he has it again. I wonder if this means that, like, okay, because, like, if we're thinking about it, Season 2, the next raid, it's based on, like, what we saw at the end of the cinematics of um, the Vault of the Incarnates, like, the in- Primal Incarnates, uh, the Primalists, they've re- been released. Uh, well, Razgath is dead, but the other three are released, so I assume the new raid in season two will be facing off against them, which I think is kind of cool that overarching storyline-wise, the two raids could be connected. Oh, fuck, guys. The answer's right in front of us. 
How many other dragon siblings were freed? Three. We have two raids and one mega dungeon. No, uh, no, Those are going to be one, two, I'm, three dragons. I'm calling it now. Season two, you will do a big quest line, which will result in you killing Fireman. And then you'll go into the raid where you will fight Lightning Girl. Because Razagath was technically wind one, right? Or was Razagath lightning? Uh, is there a frost one or is there a... They play fast and loose. There's never a water one. And I was just gonna say, I agree with you. The like, uh, the el- like the elemental shift between like, oh, we have two of them that are designated to either like windy things or thundery things or frost things. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe wind and lightning are together, and frost is its yeah. own. The, f- the final one would definitely be a Riddicron, yes. right? And There's then, no way. And They're hyping him up too much. The, the, the thing I was going to say <laughs> is you kill Fire Guy in, like, the quest line. You kill third one in the raid. And then a Riddicron is the only one that survives into the final patch. Or the... The because I guess they're not doing three like before. They have some actual time on their hands here. He's the one that moves on, and then when you kill him, he'll be like, "Oh my god, there was a bigger dragon, dartboard any number of bigger things that are bigger than me." Blah. You know what? Like you've really, really hyped up how Eridicron is very, very hungry. Like his hunger knows no bounds, and like who potentially is hungrier than Eridicron. Like, who needs to be fed more? And who also, like, has a little bit of open time? I don't know where he's been. <laughs> who better than Canyon? <laughs> Deep wrestling cut for some of y'all. WCW heads up there. I'm Listen, not, Aaron's you, former favorite, Ryby Baby. Are you saying that <laughs> feed me more? Ryback <laughs> is going to come. And that's, that's his whole thing is he's like, watch out and he like spins his arms and you have to have him run into other talent <laughs> they're like oh my god you hit me in the actual face it's like he just works stiff <laughs> Riddicron has always worked so stiff I don't know what he's doing in the ring with us <laughs> and, then, and then like Vinson the, 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 the draconic <laughs> wizard's like I love a Riddicron he's so fucking big I love his body so big. Then you have like a little like troop of goblins that are just like talking shit about um Eridicron and they're they're just like um talking shit about him on like their online servers and they they their like cartel name or whatever is just like IWC. The DWC, the Dragon Wrestling Community. <laughs> Alright, moving on, moving on. Sorry, wrestling not not a wrestling fans. Uh the fall has story and quests, holiday refresh, content, and some updates. We've kind of touched on this. We don't really know what any of this means. Story and quests is great to know that we're getting this in 10.1.7. I think it's kind of late, but we do have a lot of other quests to dig through right now. So maybe maybe it's okay. I don't know. Honestly, I'm happy with it that we're getting story and questing outside of one of the major patches, because I assume with Season 2 and Season 3, we're also getting campaign quests. So it's nice to see that as a .0.7 patch in fall of 2023, we're also going to be getting more quests. Um, A .1.7 patch. Please get it right. If you're going to talk about numbers, Mr. Mathman. Listen. (laughs) 
And season three, patch 10.2, they're like, we don't fucking know. New zone, new raid, new season, blah, 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 blah. That's not really anything. We, who knows? A Riddicron, probably. I'm, this is exciting. Like, like, I, okay, I truly feel like, I've said this every episode for the past four weeks, this is literally the third phase of WoW. Dragonflight has felt so consistently different. I, I still, what week are we in? Week three, week four? I think it's week four at this we, point. Yeah, because it was the 20, yeah, it was like the 23rd, 24th, right? Of November's when it came out, and here we are, almost by Crimbus. And, like, I, there's so many quests I haven't done. There's so much renown I haven't earned. There's so many things. I, I have not done anything with Raphion and Sibelian still. And it's been, like, a month because I'm doing other shit other places. It's great. And it means that when, when downtime hits, there's going to be so much to do that complainers can go to fucking hell or go play a different game because uh, what's your excuse this time? Like, I literally do not know what it could be. You're right, though, that it distinctly does feel like a new era of WoW, which is kind of what they said. We have a lot to do. It, it appearingly looks like we have a lot of content spread out over the course of the next year, and nothing has been stale for me yet over this month, so if they have a plan, I'm kind of excited to see where Dragonflight goes. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like there's just, in general, a lot of hype about the game right now. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people say that this is the most hype they've been about the game since fucking Wrath. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that, but I know a lot of people felt similar levels of hype, it seemed, during Legion. So I feel like this uh, really early call here... Uh, if they keep this up, I think this could be like a top three type expansion deal here. I, I I think it's already a top two expansion deal because you know how I know? The Facebook comments. Facebook oh, is no. home to the most vitriol and horrible people that comment on shit and they are positive about Dragonflight. And I'm like, holy shit. Did you sneak back into the Proudmore Facebook group after your very public dismissal? No, I did not. And and if you are in the Proudmore Facebook group and you know Manipause, can you please give him a personal fuck you from Slide Whistle? He deleted you from that group for telling the truth about how shitty he was as a human being. <laughs> fuck you, Manipause. Also, but he's been gone. <gasps> did you see that Proudmore's own Verizian has come back to the Stormwind Bank and he's AFK? Is that yeah, the, the man the dancing man? Yes, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you <laughs> why are you AFKing on the Stormwind steps? Like there's Dragonflight to be playing. Also, why am I in Stormwind? What am I doing here? Well, I'm I'm very excited about all manner of things, including our progress in the raid last night but before we talk about any of that i'm pulling out a segment we have been too excited to bring for a while it is a time warp whoa more time usually i say we don't have to explain it but it has been forever and we picked up a number of new people so time warp is our little mini trivia section we pull every so often One of us thinks of a question, and the other two have to give as many answers to that question as they can in 40 seconds, which is the length of a time warp slash bloodlust slash heroism. Don't bring up those names. (laughs) They're disgusting. It's an evoker warp. Oh, there is a new one. What what is the name of that spell? No idea, and I press it all the time. I just (laughs) noticed the tricolor button that I press every so often. 
Well, I mean, the Hunter one's Primal Rage, but I would never, ever say that. I call it Hero, if anything. Well, speaking of tri-color, there are three different wings in Vault of the Incarnates filled with a number of bosses. I want you two to give me as many of their names as you can. Are you ready? Yes. Wait, are you nervous? Wait, wait, wait. Was it again? Vault of the Incarnate. (laughs) Googling the answer. Vault of the Incarnate's bosses. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Got it. Got it. Nailed it. Okay, so you will begin in three, two, one, go! Taros. Razageth, Aragnog, um, the this Primal Council. He's holding his button down and I'm muting myself to be polite so we don't have echo. <laughs> well, I'm giving answers and you aren't. Because I'm being polite. Ooh, that complaining has taken up half of the time. I miss I Wendy. Think this is a filibuster. <laughs> Uh, Deranoceratos, Darathai, Senarth, 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 the cold spider, bitch. Broodmaster something. Korog Grimtotem, which they have not talked about him being related to the King No, they have not. So, as you can tell by the amount of grandstanding that was happening, immunization did take that one. Although, (laughs) it was five to three. So it was. Oh, not we name, we name quite, them all then? Uh, no, because there are. Oh no, then it must not have been that good, uh, because you. <laughs> so there's Aranog, Taros, Primal Council, and Sinarth. Those are the four, I believe. That uh, you know what? I'm gonna go back and post and count them. But those are the first four. Then there's Dathia, comma Ascended. Kurag Green Totem, Broodkeeper, Diurna, and Razagath. So I think, I think we I did, do think I think other we did than, it. Oh my other god. Other than Broodkeeper, Diurna, which I did hear. I, no, I said it at the very. Oh, you did? No, I said Keeper but at the very beginning. Because that's okay, the only one I well, know because she has the Evoker staff. Well, fuck me. But I, yeah, we, you okay. two got him. Zip. So, Slide Whistle, you know what that means. You gotta take a shot or equivalent amount of drink. Yes, for those that don't know, when you lose time when we take a shot. And also, for those that also don't know, if you send us a review on Spotify, no, on iTunes, and or, ugh, what's the fucking site Bonusroll.gg, if you can sneak your way through their user interface and give us a review, we'll take a shot, just for you. Yeah, it's been a, been a while. I mean, we had a lot of ones to, like, uh, wade through and bonus roll had their weird giveaway but <laughs> hey wait a minute guys guys jacob gave us a five out of five is that a review oh shit <laughs> i mean that does count in my book if only so i can finish my dnr classic drink my tap water vodka water uh, is it a caramel vodka? No, nope, it's water? a standard vodka water, but it's room temperature because I poured myself a good amount of vodka and I was like, Are you for real? Ooh, gonna have a great night. And then I did check and my beloved wife, Cubby Bub, had in fact drank all of the soda previously. So <laughs> I was like, oops, am I just gonna put this in a cup? And I decided to just fill it with tap water. Disgusting. Well, I guess... I guess in honor of this, I'm going to go pour a shot for myself as well. Which is funny, because now I'm back with my shot of vodka. <laughs> and I still have not figured out what the Evoker Hero is called, and I've been looking this whole time. <laughs> Ugh, okay, I drink it. 
That was for you, Jacob. No, that was for you, Time Warp. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. I ran to the fridge and found the last bit of Roke Brewing Company chocolate oatmeal stout. It's like... Sounds good. A little too chocolatey for me. That's just me. Okay, I'm back with my shot of vodka to take. Thanks, Jacob. I want to briefly touch upon the new T-Mog outfit that they introduced, the Fire pl- Plume Regalia. Yeah, it's got, tell us about it. It's got fire in the title, so you know Jaboy had to buy it. Even though I, d- I don't typically do things with the store, but I was like, come on, I gotta. Loaded it up. <laughs> half this thing doesn't work half the time. <laughs> you and I, I thought it was just because I'm a Morgan. I've seen elves with this problem. And if it doesn't work for elves, who's it working for? You go in and shoulders, head, belt, butt, Everything will be a white and blue checkerboard, like, object not found square. And I'm like, Blizzard, come on. This isn't great, let alone. But also, <laughs> I paid money for this. Also, I'm, I'm so sorry for your misfortune here. But the pictures of it that you've been posting in our Discord, which you can join by going to donotrelent.com, I've laughed. I'm sorry. Like it's been a funny saga to follow. <laughs> it's and the thing is, there has to be some intern who's actively like turning the boxes on and off, because I submitted a ticket that was like, "Hey, my shit doesn't work." Instantly, they logged me out and logged me back in, and it did work. So like, um, I was selected by God Himself, and it was fixed. And I was like, "This is great." And then I turned it off, and then came back two hours later, and I was boxes again. Yeah, that must be a very common problem. Which is funny because I I wonder if it's like how old's your computer? Do you think it's like system requirement based? I don't realize think. that like they didn't I turn mean, it on for certain like uh, older graphics cards. Maybe my computer is from two thousand and twenty, so like I don't think mm, in two years yeah. I've been outdated. But I don't know. At one point, they took it from me. Like I was naked while wearing the outfit because it's like actually it doesn't exist anymore. But you assured me that happens occasionally. They, they, they probably were like, we don't want anyone taking screenshots of this one. Let's pull it out. <laughs> Ian is in the Discord, and he's like, oh, boys. They, we were like, an egg on our faces here. Pull it out. But as of December 22nd, 2022, it was functional all day today. If I log in after this, who knows? Maybe on boxes. But when it works, it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I, okay, so most transmogs had... No, I don't think any set has come with as much customization options as this one. And if this is the future of like transmog sets, I'm here for it. You can you you have what three different pairs of pants with it, two different pairs of gloves with it, three three Are the shirts. shoes different. No, no no different shoes, but it's essentially the amount of skin you want to show, and then also like the cut. Like there's a there's a more a more armored chest piece and then there's more like oh you're wearing robes or finery it adds actual customization which is like wet and wild also aaron would not be the one to ask to know if there were customization with shoes <laughs> Forgot. or the headpiece i kept it on for five minutes and i was just like nope as much as i have work and pride gotta turn this into something else but i will say like when it is working the set does look very nice on growlina blush do you opt the thighs out, or do you, do you cover your thighs? Of course. My girl may be a big dog person, but you know she's trying oh. to flirt and squirt out here. 
I, I do not like the big dog person followed by flirt and squirt. <laughs> you know! And then occasionally, for more prudes, she turns back into Susan. Although Su- Susan doesn't have enough hair to make it work. It's a big outfit, and then she has this little pixie cut, which no shame to people who do, but I need to change her hair ASAP. I was going to say, no shade to yourself, because you have a pixie cut. <laughs> um, I did, finally, after, like, what, 20 minutes, find what the hero is called for evokers. Fury of the Aspects, which just thralls anger. Don't worry, guys, I'm pulling Fury of the Aspects. I'm going to call it Fury for short, and then it confuse every warrior everywhere. Well, Immune, what's your Fury of the Aspects? Oh, I, you know, I was just joking, but, like, next week, it's my fury of the aspect, <laughs> so don't worry, I'll have something. Okay, I just want to do a free-for-all round table of what we're doing in WoW really quick. Because, again, I really do feel like this game has so much for me to do that I, ca- I can't keep up, and I always keep up with this shit. At this point, is this just a meme? Like, you're trying to see how late into the episode you can make this, dig up from the dredges this old-ass DNR segment. By 2.20, it's going to be in the outro. And remember, what did you do this week? (laughs) To be fair, I feel like this week was a little less for everybody. You know, the holidays are creeping, and there's so much fucking shit to be planning. I'm still planning shit. Yeah, this, this will be coming out. I guess just tomorrow, but still the 23rd is in prime, like, I'm talking to my uncle mode, I'm not listening to you guys. Like, my god, I am not, I mean, like, this This is gonna be, It's. I'm not sure if my family is coming or they're not coming, the cyclone bomb in Chicago is wild, I don't know. I, I guess I'll start really fast, um, obviously been raiding, um, that's been taking up a lot of time, because we are... Back into the throes of raiding with two teams four days a week. Honestly, fucking Slide Whistle wants to raid five or maybe six days a week because he's fucking insane. I, w- I would raid seven days a week, honestly, if I'm being honest. I want the Evoker staff real bad. Prance or Meech, you- this is your fault, Meech. You did this to me. Anyways, I love that Like I have this new group content to do with people like with Raid and... Mythic Plus, and let me just say, the minute I log on, people are like, let's run Mythic Plus, and I'm like, let's run, let's run, let's run, let's run keys, and I'm like, oh, guys, th- I, I'm glad we're all excited, but, like, I have things I gotta do, I have, like, my professions quest I need to finish, I need to, like, finish the storyline on some characters, I have so many quests, I just need to clear my quest log, guys, come on. I honestly feel really ashamed this week, like, a personal shame. What the, it's for, it's Thursday. I have not completed the Tuscar five quests at the pot yet because the minute I log on, as you said, it's key time. And like, I need to do keys. My eye level is low because I'm splitting my life between two characters right down the middle. I'm, I'm my evoker and my druid, my pharaoh are side by side. And I'm like, I probably have to pick one because they're becoming quickly under geared. Um, so I, I, I feel you. There's just a lot to be done. Oh, and it feels so good, but also kind of bad, but also, like, really good. Yeah, again, I'll say, like, it's a good problem to have that we have uh, too much to do. <laughs> yeah, the downtime would be great. Also, I miss Pablo. I miss our, our my other feral druid buddy who from South America. He hasn't been on. Where's he at? Come back, Pablo. Hashtag free Pablo. Hashtag free Pablo. I hope the 
earthquake or whatever waylaid him that one time did not come back to get him. Oh, there was an earthquake. Yeah, and he was just raiding during it, and he was like, LOL, computer shook. We were like, what? I love him. Please, Pablo, be okay and come back soon. But I'm going to take the reins now. A big thing I've been doing is just, you know, upgrading my relationship with each group. And I got to ask, sparks of life, sparks of love, whatever that weekly is. What is the best way to do that? Because I do the weeklies, which, by the way, all the world quests are like weekly now. I don't know how I feel about that. I do those and it gets me to about half. And then I looked it up and it's like, I don't know, kill stuff, including people. But every time I kill a person, I get one. Do I really just have to kill 40 individual people? I feel like there should be a. Okay, well, what's the quick way? How often are you in war mode with the Sparks of Life quest? Ever since you shamed me a week and a half ago. It wasn't a shame. It wasn't a shame. It was an ask. You took it as a shame. Uh, excuse it wasn't me. A shame. Excuse me. I, you said, quote, are you in war mode or are you in normie land? I was asking because I didn't know what you were doing because you normally are in war mode like all the time. Well. <laughs> so it wasn't a shame. Since that moment, since I warped back to Stormwind, I have exclusively been in war mode. So, yes. It's funny because I also, I, I, I've been in Normie land. I, I, I've been in <laughs> Normie land on my evoker because at work, I get into too many fights, so I can't get any work done. So I turned off War Mode while I was at work, and I haven't turned that on in three days. So there's no shame. <laughs> but yes, I've been there, and I looked it up, and it was like, kill rare mobs, which I, if, I don't know if that's like something it shows you on the map or something you just have to look for. I haven't seen a lot of those. But what I have seen are Horde, or more often, Horde and Alliance, because I just roll up to one of those PvP zones and just start throwing fireballs. But I don't feel like I'm getting a lot of sparks of life out of this. Okay, so my advice, if you are doing a sparks of life quest, they also have reduced the number of sparks needed because player feedback has hit what? I mean, he's laughing over there. What's so funny? I saw, I'm so sorry to derail you here, but the way that you said my advice is like, my advice. <laughs> my advice. <laughs> my advice. They have nerfed the sparks from, I think, 200 to 150 or maybe even 100. I, it's just 100 then. now. So, the Aaron, you need to target the super rares, the ones that we hate that are called super rares. Blister Hide in Azure Span and... I don't remember that, that uh, one name. Is it the but, water but, guy in Waking Shore? Killing all those big guys, all those like the ones that we would consider like not worth killing after like a mm-hmm. month, you should kill them still, fun back, because they can switch up high level high eye level gear for you. Cause it scales still. So I killed Blister Hide and I got like eighteen to fifteen sparks of life. So if you just do like a like like a little route and you kill like a bunch of rares, because they're all on like very short timers now. You can get a lot of sparks of life really quick. You can kill players in war mode, but I, as you said, it, it does award very little sparks of life. Also, everyone's just double-cheeked up on a Wednesday afternoon in war mode. It's like we've always said, I throw, I don't like that their PvP gear only kicks in once you've engaged them in combat. Because I see someone that's like 120k and I'm like, you stupid motherfucker, I'm going to get you. And then I throw a fireball at them and it's like... Pfft. 600k and i was like what how many pieces of P- pvp gear are you wearing in war mode sure i only have like four 
But there you go. So they're I guess, wearing. Full I guess sets. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta. If I want to beat them, I gotta join them. So what I do in warm up basically is whenever someone's like a chest is dropping or whenever Malisha is like chest, is, I go to that chest immediately. We win the chest and I get two hundred bloody coins per chest. I kill the bounties. I get hella bloody coins. The world quest get hella bloody coins. You can turn in those coins at Malisha. No. The little man next to Malisha. Yes, no, Malisha only gear. does advanced gear. Her little pal is the guy who's actually helpful. So if, if if you just put on all of that gear, it will scale from 366 to 405, yes. maybe, I think, at base level, when you're fighting somebody. So like, just put as much of that on as you can as a set and save it for war mode stuff. Word up. Also... Also, while we're talking about gear, um, I just wanted to quickly throw in a side to something that I believe Nuss uh, told us this in Guild Chat or something, um, which I didn't realize that the gear was this good. Um, so the Primal Storms, how they give you that one currency, I don't fucking know what it's called. There's too many fucking currencies. We overloaded always elements, this. I believe, is what it is called. Essence. There you go. Overloaded essence, whatever, whatever the fuck. Um, but like, there's the vendor that you can use those. You can save them up, and like, eventually, I was planning on just like spending them on like a mount because I think there's yeah, a mount there. There's even. a lizard for five thousand of them. That was my thought. It was like, I want that lizard. But if you haven't actually looked at the gear, the gear that you can get from there is three is three eighty five eye level. So like, for some people that need like a few slots to round out their round out their gear. That's pretty good. Are definitely for alts, and and like that. Like even like casual players who like aren't raiding or doing like M pluses. So like there's two vendors. There's the one that gives you the base level primal essence gear or whatever it's called. There's a person across the hall from them in that same little house where you can give them your piece of three sixty six gear or whatever it is, and like a couple of more like primal essences or whatever other currency there is. And it'll be 385 gear of every single slot available from wrists to hands to weapons. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know this was even a thing. I've been too busy skinning shit and making stupid clothes to kill primal storms consistently. So like, there's so many ways to get geared. And I think that's such a good thing for this game right now. Yeah, I love that you can get like max or high level gear from fucking professions from just farming primal storms. Obviously, the typical like mythic plus PvP raid. Like they really made a lot of different end game options. It's great. I I I think I did enough interjecting to be like that was my week in WoW. <laughs> so now let's move into top two, bottom boot, medium mooch, immune, and kick us off. Do it. Well, unfortunately, I have a bottom boot. No, why are you bringing this negative energy into the space? Nar. Nar, I waited so long for Dragonflight, but then I was disappointed that this last week's weekly, like, the first week we just had, like, get some rep. I'm like, cool, easy enough. This week they were like, get some rep, but also do the invasion in Rathion Zone or whatever. In the waking shore of like that area, mm-hmm. and I admittedly didn't really look up like the logistics of this. Apparently, it happens every two hours, so I would just like casually check the map throughout the week to see when it was up. And then, like, I saw the little like Maruk Centaur horn over there. I'm like, oh, cool! I can go over there and get it done. I get over there. Um, it's it's like there's 
there's like 59 minutes remaining. I'm like, cool, I'll get over there and get that part done because I've had the 3,000 oh, reps done since the beginning of the week. Right, exactly. But then I found out, oh, this event starts and ends within the first four <laughs> fucking minutes of when it's available. Yeah, when it says yeah. it's 59 minutes, I mean, you're waiting 59 minutes. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Black Dragon Bane Keep. Sie- siege Some form on of those words. Dark something. Yeah, Siege. Yeah, so the way that the way that, that happens is it technically alternates every hour. One hour is them preparing their forces, and then one hour is them sieging whatever. And um, so basically every two hours you're able to do the siege. And um, and when I say every two hours you're able to do the siege, at the top of the hour, honestly, like a minute before the top of the hour, you need to be there at the starting area because it will take the, everyone three minutes to go through the entire campaign, kill the end boss, so you will not be able to get that done unless you were there. And I didn't realize that until it was far too late, so I found myself setting an alarm at 5 a.m. before the reset so that I could get it done before the end of the week because, like, I wanted that rep with all of those factions, you know? Yeah, it definitely goes quick, and this is another one of my favorite, like, war mode versus non-war mode stories. In war mode, that shit does not go fast because everyone's fighting each other during the siege of Dragon Bane. Yeah, you you don't want to wait two hours for the next one. So you dive bomb people when they're th- they're feeding beef and like trying to kill them so your guys can be the ones leading the wagon. Also, I noticed that there's like an achievement for feeding beef a certain number of times. And I'm like, guys, I don't even know how to fucking feed beef because like I was walking alongside beef and I'm like, oh, I can click on him. And then it just like fucking pets him or something. I'm like, that's not feeding him a snack. And then like and then like the bar just went up like in 20 seconds, like while I was trying to figure out what to do. And then, like, he was fully fed, and then they're like, next stage. I'm like, what? Only one person out of the, like, 70 people that were there got an achievement for feeding beef. And I'm like, what? How do I even do this? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. That's gonna, I fuck with that guy the most. I have, I have, or fuck with the guy the least. I've been doing other shit. I know how to feed beef. I don't know how to get the achievement for feeding him. You know what's great is that, like, I have had the opposite kind of thing where... I will fly into an area. I have flown into a Maruk centaur where it's one out of six hunts available. I'm like, please, 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 please be up when I get there. I, I land, and I get a Maruk Grand Spoils. I go to Dragon Bane Keep. I'll land, and I'll get a Dragon Bane Keep box. Like I, I've had really good timing this expansion with that so far. No, I mean, and I thought I had good timing because I literally saw the horn appear in the waking shore and it's like 60 minutes left to siege whatever and i'm like oh cool i'll start flying over there and the time that it took me to fly from the azure span over to the waking shore waking shore is where this event is it was over yeah i think people are privy to just like obliterating it now and they probably need to like add it feels bad to add more health to the elementals but i think they might have to to make people be there quicker to give them more time to like get there so the reason it's my top, my, my, my bottom boot is because it, it took me like four times of that particular thing that I just mentioned happening to me flying over there and it disappearing for me to realize, oh, it's not a bug and people are like actually killing it so fast. And then I looked it up. So then on the fifth try of wasting my time, I like actually figured out I needed to wait. And this was also at the end of the week and I was sleep deprived. So, you know, um, that was my bottom boot for the week. But slide whistle, what do you have? I got a really quick top two. Quick two. Two, 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 two. 
My top two is, I think I have finally, the Honku Meter, honestly, has been wild. I was, I'm trying to have two mains. No, my Evoker is now officially doing more damage than my Feral Druid. I was worried, my, my Evoker felt really weak in single target for like a couple of weeks. And I'm like, man, this feels really bad. But then they buffed Disintegrate, which was fantastic. And then I got like a fire ring and I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is actually doing better. I brought my feral to last to, to this week's second day of raiding, thinking that it would do more than my evoker on the first day of raiding. And he did not because it wasn't PIing me. because He's on a fucking hunter. Listen, not all of us can truly commit to the double main life. Yeah, and honestly, I so like at, at this point, I'm like the evoker. I think is now the head of the table, and my my wild seed will be my Allen of last expansion. And then I just gotta settle on that because I log on to my druid, and I'm like, look at all these quests. I'm not doing any of these. I've already done them on my evoker. I'm not gonna do them again. Is is your evoker's name by Min Reigns? It's pretty close. Also, I do have the name B Y E by so I'm, it's not I, I i feel like earlier when i was like i'm gay and i'm bad at math and you're you, you said you're a did you say a bi baby what did you, what did you i never said that i just said i'm not bad at math no 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 i said no, you were no, bad oh no i said i'm gay because th- that's another thing gays allegedly aren't good at oh first off i want to correct what aaron just said it's not that gays are bad at driving it's that Gays do not have driver's That license. is true. They drive expertly, illegally. <laughs> yeah. They use their passports to get into bars because they don't have driver's licenses. But, like, my evoker already feels so much better with more gear. And then, like, there's still so much gear to get. Like, he's, they're only, he's only 382. And I'm like, people are, like, 390 already. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go that hard. That's insane. But, like, I'm going to get there and I'm going to come for you. I got some 95 parses. Well, they were 95, not like 91, 92. Parses don't matter, but they still feel good, don't they? I mean, maybe to you, because like I get high parses, and then like I'm below people that have lower parses. I don't know. I've never, I've never achieved a good one. For like a new, like a brand new class with brand new rankings, it's like a fun wild west where it's like no one knows what the fuck they're doing, especially with this new talent system. It's crazy. It's also just kind of weird to make another side tangent in the middle of our like ultimate segment here that like, um, is this the first time that there's a new class and in particular hero class that isn't OP? <laughs> I th- I think so. Like they're they're good at mythic plus. Like they they they're pre- like they're good at killing mobs. But in raid, like they're not like a top a top DPS spec right now, which is interesting because normally they try to do that to sell more copies of the game. I feel like, but hey, you know it's still a lot of fun, a lot of very mobile. Love it. Aaron, what do you got for QTBBMM? Well, I have myself a quick little medium moot this week. Moot. Medium moot. Now, the two of you, I do need to ask, are you in the right headspace to receive information that could possibly hurt you? Yep. Always. Okay. Um, so this week, I finally got my first and so Uh-oh. far only piece of gear from the raid. And I'm scared about I, where this well, is going. No, it's not really that dramatic. It's just like, I need this. Fuck anyone who needs this. I need this piece. And Did then you I pay got it. For and, this? No, I just got it. I just I rolled 
air quotes well enough. But then I put it on my head because I was so excited and realized that my headpiece was better anyways. Oh. So, sorry, other clothies in the raid. Maybe that could have benefited you, but I need it for Mog. Wait, what do you I guess. Wait, what, what, was the, what was the eye level disparity? Uh, it was like 386, I think, is what we're getting in raid. And my headpiece is 408. So, <laughs> sorry, everyone. Oh, yeah, I, I put it on because I was excited. And then I checked and it's like, if you put on your old piece, you get like plus 100 stamina. So I was like, oopsie doopsie. So... I just immediately vendored it, but at least now I get a cool hood. You know there was some new clothy investigating you and being like, why the fuck does he need this? He's wearing a 406 <laughs> piece. I would say luckily in your defense, there's only two other clothies in our raid. Only two? Yeah, Lynn and Cass, that's it. Yeah, um, so a little a little sad, but I mean that's okay. Also, also. Um, we asked our listeners this last week, but we found out the answer since the last time we went on the air. There is a way to see the roles in game. If you if like in raid, like when a role is happening, if you type slash loot, it shows you the roles for all of the items. Yeah, I the the win bonus when when these roles came back, I was like, I know there's a fucking way to see the loot. What is it? And then like type slash loot, and I'm like, okay, well I didn't know that. <laughs> It's been so long. Sar long, and we played when we were babies. <laughs> it's been sar long since we last uh, had this type of system, and we were literally baby children playing WoW, so we didn't remember or know this. I don't think we ever actually knew that then. Well, speaking of being baby children, we need support! And that includes the financial support provided by these lovely patrons. They include Command Sergeant Major Tijerla, fourth host of the podcast, Jamonkey, Ahoy Vince, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants to wish the DN Army a happy holidays, dot, dot, oh. dot, and remind them that Rathion isn't daddy. He's a literal child. So Mitch is eating a big bowl of hater flakes, and that's really unfortunate for them. Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Negative One Duck Dorno, Gershom, that 100% Christmas bitch. Hoax, asking Gralina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, Generational Talent, and the Excellence of Execution, Smarf, debased God. Slide Whistle says, Merry Christmas, Craig. Aww. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. With that, if you have any comments, questions, complaints, you want to send us any emails, send them on to do not relent pod at gmail.com. Join our Discord at do not relent.com. I paid for the database, so you should use it. We talk about all kinds of shit. We play Wordle. We talk wrestling. It's Hey Arnold season, baby. It's Christmas time. Learn Hey Arnold stuff. Monkey Man says, what about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet, you banana heads? It's Monkey Man, get it? Oh man, it's been a minute since I was called a banana head, but you can call, you can find me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter, at New Era Alex. You can find our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. 
Read the show's literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com and come watch me play videograms at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. With that, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Have a very happy holidays. Have a Merry Christmas or whatever the hell you celebrate. Oh, I great. think Hanukkah will be wrapping up by this point. Oh, Feast of Wintervale. Be safe. Be fucking safe. This shit's honestly kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the storm is nuts sometimes around these parts. All right. See you guys next week. And remember, oh, my God, that'll be a new year next week, won't it? No. Not yet! Oh, actually, our next episode will be released on, like, the day before New Year's Eve, so... And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Looking for the perfect gift for yourself this holiday season? Why not get yourself a subscription to the Do Not Relent Patreon? Patreon.com slash Do Not Relent. For just $1 to $5 a month, you get bonus content. Like bonus episodes. Bonus episodes. Letters directly from Growlina. And pictures of ranch bottles that Slide Whistle wanted to post. Ranch and maybe a picture of a pizza. Just remember, patreon.com slash do not relent.